Refresh your wardrobe with lifestyle stylish collection that's totally worth it. Shop for curated fashion essentials from 3.99 and trendy work from home styles from 4.99. Visit your nearest store today. Style that's worth it. Lifestyle, your style, your store. Patient 0 jiske system mein virus ka aakhri mutation janam lega. Use rokna padega. Aur use kaise rokoge tum? Main nahi आप आपको रोकना होगा काम आप करेंगे डॉक्टर वट आप तैयार हो डॉक्टर दुनिया बचाने के लिए वायरस 2062 सुनिए सारे एपिसोड्स बिल्कुल फ्री सिर्फ स्पॉटिफाई पर फौजी जिंदगी एंड अनटोल्ड स्टोरी विथ नीलो ओनली ऑन सोच proud to have on our platform major general vikram dev dokra sir has been an adsm commissioned into the pune house in 1981 and has won the sword of honor and gold medal from the president of india in 2019 sir has been an accomplished and decorated officer with the indian army and has been the first serving officer to take on the iron man challenge first at the age of 50 and then again at 59 years Bettering his own record, it has been both a pleasure and an honor to have Vikram sir with us. Welcome to Sochcast, Vikram sir. Thank you so much, Nilu. It's a pleasure to be here to speak with Thank you all. You, Thank you, sir. So, can you please speak two words on the Iron Man Challenge? The Iron Man Challenge is the most grueling one-day endurance event in the world. It comprises of three sub-events where you need to swim. 3.8 kilometers. Yeah. Thereafter, you need to cycle 120, uh, 180 kilometers, and run 42.2 kilometers, all in one go. Now, the Ironman, the time required to complete these three events varies from event to event, and varies between 15 hours to 17 hours. So, okay. where I did it for the first time, that was Austria. The cutoff time to complete it was 17 hours. Whereas where I did it the second time, that was Hamburg, Germany, the cutoff yeah. time was 15 minutes. So that that is what the Iron Man is about. And if you complete it in this given time, then you are title Iron Man. That's exemplary. That's great. So why did you join the army? Oh, that's a long time back. You know, my father was in the army, and uh, ever since I was a child. I used to see him around in the house in his uniform see the quality of life he had his going yeah. to work went for the three battles uh, the 1962 war with China the 65 war with Pakistan and again the 1971 war with Pakistan and wow. I saw him going through all this I was very excited by the kind of routine he used to have uh, by the uh, he used to when he took me to his office to his uh, the units he was serving in so that environment which was uh, generated by virtue yeah. of him being in the army and me associating with people who were from the army actually yeah. molded and made help me make the decision that i want to join the army i never gave it another thought ever since i was in class 1 i wanted to join the army and all yeah. through till i completed my school and uh, you know i i appeared for the nda and went into the nda so i never thought of joining any any other profession and then never attempted to join any other profession 
that great sir you had the one point agenda of being an army officer and you have stuck to it that's brilliant sir can you speak about your stint in kashmir i was posted not to kashmir but to rajouri which is on this side of the peer panjal range uh, so the peer panjal ranges divide yeah. jammu and kashmir entire jammu and kashmir are counter insurgency areas which are you know infested with the uh, terrorists and uh, the time when i was posted there in 2006 uh, uh, 2007 to 2009 uh, insurgency was at quite a high and the insurgents move between jammu and kashmir and then there is the line of control uh, the line of control runs right from uh, you know uh, down below jammu right up to where it ends into pak occupied kashmir so the line of control is not an international border and therefore it is uh, not demarcated on ground so the challenges of serving in that kind of area like uh, where i was in rajouri or when little further south noshera and then across onto the peer uh, peer panjal ranges into kashmir area the challenges are that there is no defined border and whatever piece of land whichever other two countries is holding yeah. that becomes the line that you control so there are two challenges which are involved one is to manage the line of control and the other is to look after the terrorists who are inside your territory and then creating nuisance or you know terrorizing people Bye. so it was a very uh, challenging tenure yeah. where uh, you needed to look at both these aspects and uh, it was a 24 into 7 kind of a job because like you are aware there is no time when uh, a terrorist strike will take place there is no time when infiltration would take place so our biggest challenges were infiltration across the line of control and the terrorist activities inside uh, i think that's about what i can uh, tell you if you're looking at any specific incidents uh, then we can talk of that uh, yeah that's great sir so i was also given to understand that uh, each army officer is uh, you know uh, given one particular weapon so which was the weapon that you were handling sir all officers are given a pistol as your personal weapon yeah but that would vary if you were to go in for say a uh, an operation where you are going to neutralize terrorists then you don't carry a pistol then you carry the ak47 otherwise the personal weapon of every officer of the indian army is a pistol and especially in the tanks which i am from the armored corps that is uh, it's not only the personal weapon of every officer it's the same weapon that is a pistol which is carried by every member of a tank crew okay that's great so you were also heading the peacekeeping force in angola how was it well to put the record right i was not heading the force i was a major out there and the force was headed by a civilian whereas the military contingents were headed by a brigadier so this was way back in 96 97 and i was a major from the indian uh, contingent we were uh, 20 uh, united nations observers who had gone there to uh, ensure peacekeeping in angola and the experience is uh, very very unique because firstly it was our first 
my first posting in an international environment where there were uh, officers and men from approximately 30 35 countries whom we were dealing with so we had never dealt with other militaries at least i had never and not no had the other officers who were with me the secondly uh, the entire environment uh, being in angola is different because it's a war torn country yes. where uh, the portuguese gave them independence in 1975 and ever since the portuguese left uh the country has been at war or a civil war between you know the zone uh, factions that is the government and the rebels so the environment was totally different uh we couldn't speak the language uh, we couldn't understand uh, the way the angolans uh, uh, thought uh, the their behavior was different so uh it was quite a challenge initially but it took us 2 3 months to acclimatize to understand to try and uh, you know get a hang of the language also uh, despite the fact that we had some interpreters with us uh, we slowly began to understand portuguese so it was a learning experience and the yeah. biggest challenge there were the land mines uh, angola uh, had 10 million mines which were unaccounted for these are land mines which had been you know laid by the rebel forces and the government forces to protect the areas that they controlled but they had no records of where they were and the largest demining operation probably in the world was being undertaken in angola where these 10 million mines had to be first located and then neutralized that was a terrifying time i understand that <laughs> you listening to a sojcast original after this browse a lineup on the sojcast app maybe another search will capture your imagination there now let's get back to this sojcast which part of the ironman challenge was the toughest and the most intriguing vikram i would not really consider any one part as uh, being the toughest because uh, finally you have to do all three and you have to do it in a manner that you conserve your energy so that you can complete the last event but uh, having said that the cycling uh, event which is 180 kilometers is where you spend the longest time so to cycle 180 kilometers would take a normal person about 6 to 7 hours and uh, that is the longest duration of any of the three events because the uh, swim is between 1 to 2 hours and the run is between 4 to 5 hours so that way cycling becomes if you can call it so the toughest or yeah. i call it the make and break event where uh, if you perform well in cycling then uh, there is no reason why your iron and should not be successfully completed yeah and uh, so how many hours did you train before the iron man challenge well uh, i trained 18 months and uh, roughly between 2 to 3 hours a day is the okay. amount of training which i put in okay all right great sir because it's an achievement which you know you can really speak about it it's great and uh, so in your ted talk you have spoken about mind over matter this story inspired you profoundly and why well mind over matter there are so many stories uh, which i have been hearing since i was a child Uh, which have inspired me but the one uh, which uh, inspired me the most is of uh, an air force pilot from the united states uh, his name is louis zamfarini in fact they made a movie on his life also so this guy was an olympic runner and but the uh, 
1940 Olympics got cancelled because of the World War, and he was drafted in the U.S. Air Force. And on a B-11 uh, bomber, which uh, whilst they were on a mission on the Pacific, the bomber crashes. Okay. And the bomber had 11 people on board. Uh, only three survived. Eight of them died in a crash. And these three were stranded on a raft in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Uh, they had some food with them, of course, which comes as uh, survival rations in the raft, which uh, are there. on which they were but they were approximately 3 to 4000 kilometers from any land okay and uh, these three survived in the pacific ocean uh, against all odds they ran out of food they uh, used to kill birds which came and sat on the raft and then eat them they ran out of water so whatever water could be collected in the raft when it rained they used to drink that there were sharks Uh, which was circling the raft japanese planes used to come and strafe them against all these odds they survived for 45 days and 45 days later they hit land 3000 kilometers away from where the plane had crashed uh, during this uh, 40 these 45 days one of these three died and louis and one more person survived and they landed on this uh, land which they had touched uh, and to the horror realized that it was japanese territory where they were captured and taken as prisoner of war and thereafter tortured for two long years in japanese prisons okay till 1945 when they were released and this guy louis his journey of going through this entire ordeal of 45 days of on the pacific and two years of torture where uh, in the cell that he was in the prison uh, in charge was a i think a captain who took a hit a dislike to him and he used to make it a point to specially humiliate him and uh, torture him uh, much more than the other prisoners were tortured and he went through all that it is a very okay. inspiring story uh, there is a movie like i said been made on him and uh, i think your viewers or your people who listen to your podcast should try and uh, see that movie very inspiring surely surely sir it is truly inspiring and uh, trying and testing of survival techniques i think and uh, my next question of, and he survived due to his mental endurance he yeah. survived due to his mental endurance because endurance. he had that hope that at the end of this i still have a life and that is what kept yes. him going otherwise most of the people give up that's great sir so my next question is after achieving the feat of being an individual gladiator what were people's reactions towards you to be honest uh, i was quite you know um overawed uh, by the kind of reaction i got uh, when i finally did this event i hadn't informed people that i had gone for the iron man even the army yeah. was not aware about it and yeah. i had gone there uh, to do it as a personal challenge but once it happened and the army got to know about it uh, some one of my friends who was there uh, had released a video of mine completing it which went viral on social media and uh, i started getting calls out there to tell the army more about what had happened and uh, a write up so when i came back here after about 10 days because we went for a vacation after the event i was uh, surprised that my entire office and i was in a office with civilian people there were just about uh, 10 army of uh, 10, 10 army officers i was heading that office and about 100 plus other civilians and that entire office was lined up outside 
with you know i i was wondering whether there's a strike on or uh, the office is locked today because these guys are outside <laughs> and i was horrified that when i got off they were with garlands and with you know bouquets and stuff like that so it was uh, quite overwhelming because uh, i didn't expect this kind of a reaction from them and thereafter i was invited to the ministry where uh, the secretary out there had also laid out a tea and given me you know gave, gave me a bouquet and uh, uh, the the entire uh, achievement was uh, very well celebrated not only by uh, my ministry it was a civilian ministry but also by the army i was invited by the chief and congratulated then the defense minister uh, invited me over rahul gandhi also tweeted saying that this is a unique feat uh, because i was the only general in the world who had done it i got calls from people i didn't know messages from people i had no idea who they were but they all congratulated me so overall it was a very very uh, overwhelming experience and i was uh, truly humbled by it really an achievement which needs a lot of celebration i must say that you were listening to forgy zindagi an untold story with nilo only on sochcast.com thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed this sochcast what is your soch send us your comments on our facebook page and instagram page it's time for you to do your own sochcast at sochcast apni soch duniya ko sunao sochcast